time of the year again. Christmas is but a week away. And our theme this, this Christmas is peace on earth, question mark. So the, one of the challenges with carol services, we love carol services, don't we? But one of the challenges is that you're up, then you're down again for a reading, then you're up again, then you're down again, and then you're up again uh, for another carol. Well, you've got about eight minutes, okay, before you're up again for, for the final carol. So you can just relax a bit for about eight or ten minutes. Uh, the theme is peace on earth. And I'm just going to play a little bit of a Scrooge for a moment. I'm going to play a little bit of humbug and tell you some of my personal wars with Christmas. Some of the challenges that I have with Christmas. What about sellotape and scissors then? Sellotape and scissors. Ah. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, it's prime time, isn't it, for sellotape and scissors. This is the Premier League December. This is when sellotape and scissors come out. But when I look around my house, can I find them? I find them every other month of the year. But when it comes to Christmas, to wrap up my... Pre- Where's the sellotape? Sarah, where's the sellotape gone? Where is those scissors? They just kind of disappear when you need them. And then the sellotape, well, you know... If you just miss it for a moment, it wraps itself back up again, and then you lose it. And you're like, you try and find it, I'll get in there, I'll get in there. Three hours later, I'll get in there. You eventually get it, you kind of like, oh, I've got it, I've got it, and you're ripping it out, you're ripping it out, and then it goes, it goes this kind of awkward triangle, and you Eventually, eventually you get it and then you, you start wrapping it around your present. I mean, there's some, there's some serious rappers, isn't there? I mean, have you seen? There's some professional rappers and then you've got me. You've got me. I mean, Sarah's just brilliant at rapping. She, she, she's, she, she's kind of like, uh, I mean, when I cut the, uh, the paper, I'm like my hand's getting aching after a while. My scissors are going, and I'm, 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 I do okay, but it's all rough edges, and, and I kind of smooth it over. But there are some people amongst us who are just genius. They're, they're, they're just, they, they get the scissors, and they kind of glide. <laughs> And, and they get this straight line. And, and then Sarah's able to put the presents in. And she's able to, to put the present in. And then she's able to wrap it perfectly. So I just leave Sarah to do all the wrapping. Because it's just a nightmare. I get the sellotape tangled up in my hands. And it gets everywhere. But there's one thing. One thing that Sarah needs help on every year. I notice this. I'll be upstairs. I'll probably be tidying. Ian, need your help. Need your help. Ah, I know what it is. I need your help. So I come rushing down the stairs uh, and she says, can you put your finger there, please? <laughs> I'm saying, well, you sorry. Can you put your finger there, please? Yeah, no, no problem. I can help you out. No problem. I can help you out. And so I come along and I put my finger there. Now, there's a, there's a real skill in this. There's a real skill in this because, because you've got to keep your finger there long enough so, that, so the corners of the parcel can go down and be held down, but you can't keep it there too long because the sellotape will catch your nail when she's putting it on. So there's a real skill in pulling it out. 
But she gets the sellotape on. I says, can I help you any more, dear? No, that's fine. That's just great. That's just absolutely fantastic. And I said, I said, I says, well, you know, how often do you say throughout the year, you, you never lift a finger in this house? Well, hello, Christmas. I would... No, Sarah doesn't say that. She's beautiful. She didn't say, I just thought it was funny, so I thought I would say it. <laughs> Sellotape and scissors. Scissors, don't get me started on scissors. You know, you can never find them for the whole year. You can never find them at Christmas. You find them throughout the year. But then all of a sudden you think to yourself, I'm not going to play this game. It gets personal between me and the scissors. I'm not going to waste about three hours going through my house, checking out every drawer, and then thinking, I still can't find these scissors. I'm going to win this war. I'm going to go off and buy a new pair of scissors. So I'm off down the shop, I buy a new pair of scissors, I come back ready to cut my paper, and I look at the scissors, and it's machine-wrapped, full of plastic. I can't get in, and to get in, I need to have a pair of scissors. And the scissors are looking at me through the screen, and I'm looking at, and they're saying, we won, we won, we won this war. I have these kind of personal wars with things at Christmas. But how many people know some of my personal wars are quite funny, but, but real war isn't when we look across the Ukraine, do we? Real war is not funny. And so often at Christmas, Christmas can be some of the most challenging, stressful times of our lives, whether it's personal, whether it's interlife conflict, so what does it mean? What did the angel mean all those years ago when the angel says, peace on earth, goodwill towards man? Are you kidding me? Have you not lived through 2022? How many strikes has there been? Uh, how, how, how much uh, chaos and crisis do we have? Racial wars, cultural wars, domestic wars. There's wars and rumours of wars nationally and globally. And sometimes we look and we say, is it true? Can it be possible that we can have peace on earth in this war-torn world that we find ourselves in? I, I want to give you just one principle to go away with tonight. And it's this. You are as at peace to the degree that you know you are loved. You are as secure to the degree that you know that you're loved. If you know someone cares for you, if you know someone's got the best interest at heart for you, if you know someone's looking out for you, if you know someone's going to willing to sacrifice their own needs and their own opinions for you, you're at peace in that relationship. And that's true whether it's you individually, that's true whether it's a marriage, that's true whether it's a father to a son, that's true whether it's nation to nation, whether one nation can trust another nation to keep its treaties, not to have an agenda. You are as secure as you know you are loved. There's this famous scripture, in fact, one of the most famous scriptures, that uh, every year when they do polls, one of the most famous scriptures that come out, and it's never mentioned on a Christmas carol service. And yet it's all about Christmas. 
And this is this scripture. It says in John chapter 3 and verse 16. It's really famous. Most people know it. But I want you to look at it with fresh eyes this evening. Verse 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave. When did he give his son? At Christmas. He gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. The prophet Isaiah says this. He says, unto us a child is born, but unto us a son is given. One of the ways that you know someone loves you is because they give for you. They are givers. All lovers are givers. And at Christmas, God gave his son. God doesn't just have love, even though he does. God doesn't just give love, even though he does. God is love, the Bible says. It's his nature to love. His love towards you isn't based on what you do. It's based on who he is. It's based on his character and not your performance. It's based on his nature. You can try to get God to stop loving you, but he's not going to stop loving you because it's not based on the things you do right or wrong. It's based on who he is. And he demonstrated his love by sending his son at Christmas and his son lived a perfect life. And then when he was older... He stretched out his hands on a cross and he says, this is how much I loved you. And that's what the angel said at Christmas, isn't it? That's what the angel says. He, he's, he said to the, the angel said to the shepherds, a saviour is born to you tonight. And so he gave his son to forgive us from all our sins. Whether you've had a good day or whether you've had a bad day, God loves you. Whether you feel like it, or whether you don't feel like it, God loves you. Whether you deserve it, or whether you don't deserve it, God loves you. It's his nature, and it's not about what I do, and it's not all about my religious observance. It's about God loves me, and he showed it through Jesus when he came at Christmas. But what's interesting about that verse that I just shared with you, John chapter 3, verse 16, is verse 17. And it says, God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but to save it. Not only does God love you, but God is for you. He didn't come to condemn you. He came to save you. He's for you. In fact, there's this amazing chapter. Uh, on God's love in Romans chapter 8. It's all about the love of God. And it says things like, can anything separate you from the love of God? Can pain, can, can challenge, can tribulation, all these horrible things in life. And, and the writer asks, can that even separate you from the love of God? And then he says, no, it can't separate you. And, he, and, and it goes on to say that we are more than victorious and conquerors in life because God loves us and then he says this, he goes on to say that if God is for you, who can be against you? So not only does God love you this Christmas, 
And that's what Christmas is all about. He sent his son at Christmas because God so loved you. But he is for you as well. And this is when anxiety comes to peace in a relationship. That even when you've done so many things that has caused upset and trouble in that relationship, that person still comes back and says, I forgive you and I love you. And you're reconciled and you come to peace. The angel said this. The first thing the angel said to the shepherd was, do not be afraid. You know, there's 365 verses in the Bible that says, don't be afraid. Fear not. One verse for every day of the week, every day of the year, 365, every day of the year. I think God's trying to get a message through to us that he loves us and he is for us. And he sent his son at Christmas, not to condemn us, but to save us. I want to ask you a question. If you gave me a gift this Christmas and I didn't bother opening it, in fact, I just threw it to the side, maybe you would feel a little bit disappointed. Maybe you might even feel hurt. But you'd also realize that that gift was worthless because I received no benefit from it. Jesus Christ is God's gift to you at Christmas. And my question to you is, are you going to take up the best gift under the Christmas tree this Christmas? Yes, it might not be physical where you've got the sellotape and scissors. But it's a gift which gives you forgiveness for the past gives you purpose and hope for the present and gives you a home in heaven for the future. Why would you deny that present this Christmas? I'm going to just take a moment to pray before we continue singing another carol. And if you, this Christmas, want to say... There's been so much difficulty this year, so much pain in my life. I want the security of knowing the love that God has for me. I want the slate white clean. I want to receive that forgiveness. I want to receive that forgiveness which brings so much peace into my heart. And if that's you tonight, I want you with every, every head bowed this evening, I want you to pray along with me in your heart. Just take these words that I'm going to say and just say to the Lord in your heart, me too, Lord. I'm stepping across that line to meet you tonight. Let's pray. Dear God, I don't understand it all, but I thank you that you love me even when I didn't recognize it. I thank you that you're for me and not against me. That you didn't send Jesus to condemn me, but to save me. I admit I never even realized I need a savior. But today, 
I have received your Christmas gift of your son. I ask you to save me from my past, from my regrets, from my mistakes, from my sin, from my habits, from my hurts and my hang-ups that have so messed up my life. Save me from myself. I ask you to save me for your purpose. I ask you to save me so that I can receive and experience your love this Christmas and I can come to peace in my heart. I receive both your offer of forgiveness for all I have done wrong and your love that brings me security and peace. Thank you, Lord, for the most wonderful Christmas gift. In your name, I pray. Amen.